The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Seven ways to be great at making cash. I have studied the traits of the greats over the last 15 years, commonalities of billionaires through all eras of history, mentors of mine who might might have made hundreds of millions or billions, and my own journey and studying successful people in all walks of life through autobiographies and Netflix and Apple TV documentaries. I've obsessed about this for 15 years. And I'm going to share with you seven ways which I know will help you be great at making cash. So let me know if you want to be great at making cash. Can I get a yes? Whether you're driving or on the live. So the first way to be great at making cash is to solve problems. Now, ultimately, people will pay to have their pain alleviated. They will pay for solutions. Everything we buy is a solution. A car is a solution to get somewhere quicker. A bike is a solution to get somewhere quicker. Everything is a solution. So what you would want to be good at if you want to be good at making cash is A, spotting problems, B, seeing them as opportunities, and C, solving those problems. Do you remember way back in the day when you'd get your milk bottles delivered outside your house in the morning and those pesky birds had pecked a hole in the foil top and they'd nick the cream, they'd nick the best bit, little buggers. Well, in reality, uh, Tetra Pak, I think that was started by Hans Rousing and even the heirloom family are billionaires now. Um, Really, packaging for milk bottles and cartons is just a wide scale problem to a very simple solution. And solving problems can be to the masses, can be to small amounts of people, but it's a meaningful problem, can be a very small problem to lots of people. It can be a problem that we need to solve every single day. If you think about baby wipes, uh, that's needed every single day. You don't need a baby to need baby wipes. So um, if you think about bottled water, So here's the reward for solving problems. More problems! So I think the the delusion, the fantasy, the naivety that many of us entrepreneurs have, people when we're looking for happiness, growth, fulfillment, we're looking, you know, to make life a bit easier, better, uh, is that we believe that once we get rid of the problem, a problem, then the reward is no more problems. I will be fine when, it will be fine if, if I can just sort this bit out, you know, your money situation, your emotional situation, your um, business situation, your business model situation. If you can just sort out your health, wealth, your freedom, your happiness, then everything will be fine. No, 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 no. Once you, once you solve what one problem, your reward is a bigger problem. Now, the good news for you as an entrepreneur is that means the one once you've got a business model working, your reward is a bigger business model. Once you've got a product product working, your reward is a, an additional or a bigger or a better product. So just remember that solving problems helps you make cash. Um, and remember, your job is to see and spot the problem, create the opportunity um, and then get it out to market. And your reward is more problems. OK, the second thing that will help you be great at making money is do more than you're paid for. Too many people are like, oh, well, if you just pay me this, I'll do the job. No, no, no. You do not just what you're paid to do, 
but you do more than you're paid to do. By the way, I don't know if any of you have children. Give me a yes in the comments if you have children. One of the greatest gifts I believe you can give your children is to do more than you are paid to do, i.e. do more than you are asked. How impressed are teachers and peers and mentors, employers, partners, how impressed are people are going to be when you do more than you're asked to do and paid to do. It's a bit like always over delivering. Um, So anything you do, do more than you're paid to do or asked to do. You know, if I gave you eight good ways to make cash and could be great at making cash in this video and podcast and not just seven, I would give you more than uh, one more than I'd promised. And therefore, maybe you'd think I'd given you more than I'd promised. I'd maybe over delivered, done more than I was paid to do, even though you're not even paying me. This, by the way, will go on my money podcast. If you're listening, thanks for being a subscriber to my money podcast. I know it's um, maybe not as well known as my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, um, but it has a really good loyal cult following. Okay, the third way to be great with money is don't just do the job you've got, do the job you want. So often people are like, well, that's not my job. That's not in my job description. I'm not paid to do that. Well, if that's how you behave, then you will never grow. Now, I'm not just talking about being employed here when I say do more than you're paid for and Do the job you want, not just the job you've got. I'm talking about being an entrepreneur, serving your clients, the content that you do on social media, the brand that you're building. Don't just do the job you've got, do the job you want. So, you know, I might, for example, waive my speaker keynote fee. I probably shouldn't publicize this, but I might waive my speaker keynote fee if I get to go on a global stage or I get to work with a promoter that I think that there's a lot of future goodwill in. Or um, recently I've been going on the charm offensive of, of promoting and helping some of my clients and some of my partners who I might want to um, do more work with in the future. So I think it's a great um, lesson in making money, something again that you can teach your kids or your staff if you employ people. Don't just do the job you've got, do the job you want. What's the quickest way to get the job you want? Do the job you want, then you've proved that you can do it, then there's no risk for the person giving you that job. And by the way, that job could be a joint venture, it could be a partnership as well as uh, an employed job. Okay, the fourth one then is to focus on money, but obsess on value. Now, um, should you focus on money? Yes, you cannot master what you do not measure. um, And what you think about, you bring about. And where focus goes, energy flows and results show. I think I've just quoted five personal development mentors there. Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, etc. Um, But it's certainly true that there's nothing wrong with focusing on money. And if you focus on money, then you are likely to attract more of it by getting the skills and the talents and creating the energy and the awareness and the vibration and whatever else you want to call it. But don't obsess over money. It makes a good servant, but don't be a slave to it. So what you do obsess on is value, contribution, you know, what you do for others, over delivering, serving, solving, Um, And this leads me to the next but one point. So I'll stop myself there. So the next point is you've got to get better at asking for for what you want. Now, my dad always used to say you um, if you don't ask, you don't get. But I was always scared to ask. I was scared to ask the girl out on a date. I was scared to ask for the money or to get paid. Um, I was scared to ask for the job. I was scared to ask gallery owners to hang my work. I was scared to ask for the price for my work, ask for the money. 
Um, you know, I'd, I'd be the, uh, when I was actually starting to sell, I'd do everything good except ask for the money and I'd never get the money because I didn't ask for the money. So you've got to get better at asking for what you want. Now, if you inherently know you give good intrinsic value and you are valuable and you don't just obsess about um, money, but you obsess, ab obsess about value, then that becomes a lot easier. It becomes the natural extension, but you will not, you will not get what you do not ask for and you've got to get uh, better at asking for what you want. Okay, then the next one is you've got to make people's lives easier. You've got to make people's lives better. You've got to people make people's lives more convenient. You've got to get things delivered quicker. So um, I always like to think faster, easier, better. If you make people's lives faster, easier, better, which leads to convenience and value, um, if you think about a delivery makes our life easier, if you think about internet makes our life faster, what makes our life faster, easier, better? And if you can create that for, if you can create faster, easier, better for others, you're going to get paid handsomely for it. But remember the previous one, you've still got to ask for what you want. You've got to focus on money, but obsess on value and do the job you want, not just the job you've got. Okay, and then my final one, and I've done episodes just on this subject on my money podcast, uh, so you should definitely go and follow that and find this formula. You'll find it on one of the episodes. It's also in my book, Money, and I believe it's in my book, Life Leverage. So I created a formula for wealth. Now, of course, the individual parts I've learned from mentors and billionaires before me, so it's not like I created the formula for wealth, but I did create this formula for wealth, and that is W equals V plus FE times L. That's W equals V plus FE times L, where W equals wealth, V equals value, FE equals fair exchange, and L equals leverage. So wealth equals value plus fair exchange times leverage, where value is the contribution. No one cares uh, about you and what you've done for yourself and whether you want to be a millionaire or whether you want to be successful or the results that you've got. No one cares. Honestly, no one cares. Everyone cares about how it helps them and what's in it for them and what you can do for them. So your job is to translate your results and your experience um, and your credibility into how it helps other people and how you package that and create value, your value proposition, your offering, what you do for people, that's value. The greater the value, the greater the path to wealth. But then you need fair exchange and fair exchange is the sweet spot between your profit margin and their value. Too much profit and not enough value, they'll perceive you as greedy and not serving and delivering. Um, not enough profit and too much value, you'll perceive that um, you're giving too much away, you'll start to resent and you won't be able to sustain your business model. And fair exchange is that sweet spot where you're making really good fair profit margin that's sustainable, where you feel grateful and your client feels grateful and that they're getting really good value and then they'll refer you. And again, I, I talk through the wealth formula and actually the eight stages of, of, of building wealth in my book, Money. And then L, the L is leverage. So W wealth equals V value plus FE fair exchange times L leverage. So leverage is how many people do you serve? You could have the best invention and the, you know, the most technical and life-changing intellectual property. You could have an amazing, amazing franchise. You could have a product that's gonna change the world. But if no one sees it, no one knows about it and no one buys it, you don't have wealth. So that's why it's value plus fair exchange, but times leverage, because the leverage is the compounding. So um, by the way, when you have value, but no fair exchange, then you, you either have little to no money because people perceive you as greedy or you have little to no money 
because you aren't um, creating enough profit margin to sustain. If you have value and leverage, i.e. you have um, a mission and a message and a product out to the masses, but you don't have fair exchange, you're again gonna exaggerate the downside of people perceiving you to be greedy or there to be no profit margin. If you have value and fair exchange, but no leverage, you have one client or five clients and you make a bit of money, but you don't make enough money and it doesn't scale. All right, great. So let me summarize these for you then. Seven ways to be great at making cash. And if you found this useful, please do share it around um, because I think the more we can help people get better with money, the more we'll all benefit. If our clients have money, then they're going to spend more with us. If our friends and family learn from us about making more money, then their lives are going to be better. The more money we can make, the more we can do good. It's quite noisy out here, isn't it? The birds, the gardener. <laughs> oh, I wonder if you like the background listening to the podcast. Okay, so the first thing is to solve problems and know that your reward for solving problems is more problems. Solve problems with passion rather than with frustration and, and bitterness and envy and disdain. Solve problems with passion and embrace the reward of a bigger problem. The second thing is to do more than you're paid to do. The third thing is to not just do the job you've got, but do the job you want. The fourth thing is, yes, focus on money, but obsess on value. The fifth is to get better at asking for what you want. The sixth is to make people's lives easier faster and better, more convenient, deliver quicker, etc. Um, and then follow my wealth formula, which is wealth equals value plus fair exchange times leverage. So thanks for tuning in. I love you all. Uh, and remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.